Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to episode 20 of Dungeons and Doritos. Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Hex. Rule? Colin. Um, am I here? Yeah, yes. you're here. I knew it. Wow, 20, really? It's Brian. Brian's here. All right, guys. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> you may have seen the video online already. Uh, VMAC went to Taco Bell. He crossed dimensions. He crossed dimensions. Hex and full VMAC regalia went to Taco Bell to try out the new Doritos Locos Taco. Now, they, these things have been in development for quite some time. We mentioned them last episode, and this episode, we're going to uh, we're going to try them out. Here, I've got one uh, got one for rule. These have been sitting in a bag for quite some time. So yeah, mine's a little cold. So in, I... in the video, Hex talked about, or I'm sorry, in the video, VMAC talked about how sprinkling Doritos tacos on. Or taco Doritos on, on Doritos, Doritos tacos. tacos makes it taste delicious. But I am actually going to take a tapatio and and sprinkle it on this uh, Dorito. Taco. I'm doing the same thing, well, man. I'm gonna try this neat first. Just uh, just try it. Uh, yeah, to okay. get the actual natural factory so... flavor. Are we ready? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do half it. There we go. Uh, oh, it's so soggy. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't do that. I think if this was fresh, it'd be better. Yeah, this is not very good right now. <laughs> oh, huh. that's delicious. I can really taste the nacho cheese. Oh. That's really interesting and weird. Oh, hey, Tapatio is a good idea if it's in your area. Let me try the Tapatio side. Yeah, we're still rocking Tapatio from uh, from last episode. It's hot sauce. Picante hot sauce flavored Dorito. Oh, man. That is incredible. I think mine's just too soggy. Well, we got another one in the bag if you want. No, I'm not gonna waste another one. I'll just have to try it. Oh, like I have to hit a drive-through on the way home or something. I'll try it. I'll give a <laughs> an updated impression on the next episode. They really should make these chips available to sprinkle on as 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 part of the whole package deal. I know, right? And, and the the taco Doritos on the Dorito tacos, it accents it very nice. It's good and oh. smoky. Mm-hmm. I, I highly recommend it. It's like it's really like we totally did it as a joke. We did it because I walked in, we, we purchased the Doritos for the joke of offering Doritos as currency. 
So I'm like, okay, cool, I got Doritos now. What am I going to do? I'll sprinkle them on. It'll be funny. It'll be funny by sprinkling the... Holy monkey, this was it not supposed to be difference. good. <laughs> this was not supposed to be good. What happened? Oh, man. I might actually, like, go to Taco Bell to get these. Like, I don't normally go to Taco Bell. Uh, well, so let's Let crack- wash it down with some Baja Mountain Dew. Tastes like poison. <laughs> I'm so shocked they still make that. So shocked. Um, I had to get the whole Taco Bell experience. All right, so... Oh, the first God. thing I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce the um, the the heathen uh, item in tonight's uh, podcast, which is ginger pork flavored Cheetos from Japan. These were bought for us by the villainous John Laval. They are a Frito Lay pod, uh, products, and uh, they are weird. So, and and he was a very nice man and got them for us. So, who am I to say no? Even though I'm definitely not a Cheetos fan, ginger pork sounds good. It's actually it's one it's another Doritos product from Japan that's in conjunction with some kind of like sauce product also in Japan. I don't know what it's called, but it's some kind of ginger sauce. Hmm. It's on the packaging. We'll have a packaging scan as we do with all of our international Doritos when uh, when we post this episode. Here, have a have a whiff of that sack. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. I like. That's kind of a delicious snack. It is. Wow. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Oh my god. I'm gonna be careful because the last time I ate a lot of the uh, Japanese snacks, I uh, I got sick the next day. <laughs> okay, for starters, these are made of much finer materials than American Cheetos. Yeah. It's Three. obvious. And that's a good flavor. Mm-hmm. That's a real good flavor. Yeah. I'm happy about those. Thank you, John Laval. <laughs> we would be remiss if we didn't also try an international Dorito. I think you guys are gonna like this one. We're also, once again, playing it safe. We've got a much more interesting one coming up next episode. This is another Doritos Gourmet. Another double fried Dorito, so it's got, it's extra crispy. It's double cheese. Huh. It's a double cheese Dorito. It's got a picture of a Dorito being dipped into some, like, queso. <laughs> on the cover of it. So this promises to be a, a thoroughly delicious Japanese experience rather than a perplexing Japanese Dorito experience. So, uh, we got people in Japan shipping this stuff to us, or...? Uh, no, this comes from eBay. Oh, okay. But maybe we... That's maybe not nearly as cool as... If you're a Japanese listener... You know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, these smell like Cheez-Its. Straight up Cheez-Its. We, we really developed a method here. It's, it's a lot like, you know, a wine tasting. We smell it, and we, <laughs> we put it in our mouths. All right, three, two, one... Huh. Wow, that's a lot of cheese. That's a lot of that cheese. That is a lot of cheese. That's like movie, like fake movie popcorn covered in cheese cheese. Yeah. That's like too, mm-hmm. actually maybe too much cheese. No. Yeah. God. Let's eat another one. <laughs> yeah, I'll take those Cheetos over those any day. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> and and again, they have that weird kind of sweet flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like... Well, I mean, for all the, have we tried any normal Doritos over from Japan, or just the gourmet ones? Just the gourmet ones. Yeah, maybe they all happen to have a sweet taste to them. Now, we've also got another Dorito from the Southwest. This is very special, because we are about to try the original Doritos flavor. Not nacho cheese, but toasted corn Doritos. Mm. I'm talking about plain Jane corn chips. That looks nice and plain. I'm excited about it. Comes in a big yellow bag. They, they sell them in the Southwest still. I didn't think they made them anymore. Yeah, I found them on on a road trip from um, Tucson to L.A. Actually, I guess Tucson to Burbank. Let's crunch into this. Three, two, one. Yep. It's a corn chip. Yeah. <laughs> it's a plain Jane corn chip. Yeah. It doesn't have any flavor dust or anything like that? Like, no. that, like you could dip no. that in a salsa? No. 
It's yeah, this is this is salsa ready. It's it's salted, but okay. It's just like the dollar ninety nine corn chips you get at Publix, except they cost like four dollars. <laughs> yeah, so Colin, you didn't you you didn't try this when you were when you were down there? I did not. They didn't have smaller bags. Yeah, no flavor duster at all. It's not of the same quality as say Tostitos. But that's what gave Doritos its start, right yep. there. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is the core. This is the core Dorito chip, presumably. A version of this with a little less obvious corn flavor, though there is there's an obvious corn flavor to it, mm-hmm. is what regular Doritos are made out of. Presumably. Interesting. So just dip that in some flavor dust. Ah. Um, so, out on this table, we're rocking Blazing Buffalo and Ranch. Taco flavored Doritos, obviously. I can't be helped anymore. And, yeah, that's um, a staple now. Yeah. And also Salsa Rio, because out of the new throwbacks, this one's fucking lovely, and I hope it doesn't go anywhere. It's the best. I don't care what you say, Hex, it's the best. You guys can have it. I just don't like tomato. Mmm, my I really lord. Like the, I, li- I really like the toasted corn. Mm-hmm. Shoot mercy, these some Doritos. I All like right. the nice and boring chips. Now I gotta eat the rest of these tapatio. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. All right. You know, other gaming tables are usually full of miniatures and little models and game master mm. screens and dice and figurines and stuff. Ours is just stacked with bags of... Yeah, that is that Corn is standard D and D. It's just like covered with Dorito bags. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how we like it. That's how we do. We get like these little kind of por- like corners to roll the dice on. Yeah, we can't even roll them across the table. We have to like shuffle things out of the way, then roll. Maybe we need a new like Dorito mechanic. Just no dice. Like <laughs> you reach into a bag, and how many you can fit in one fistful. The bowlers tell me nothing. I am totally cheating then because I have monster hands. Yeah, no, I was thinking more like if you get to pull out three chips and, you know, whichever ones are whole. Yeah. <laughs> oh. See, and that, now you're screwed, Hex, because anything you touch, you destroy. That's true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. I true. Mean, it now, I want to give a shout out to... Every time um, I hug my hopes and dreams. There they go. Hmm. Destroyed. Anyways. want to give a shout out to some fan art we got early, early, early in February. I think it showed up February 1st. We forgot to mention it last time. It's a piece of sculpture, um, metalwork sculpture that was um, that arrived. We actually don't know who it's from. It's it, maybe there's initials on the bottom. It's like K something M, but we don't know what it is. We don't know who it came from. There was no letter, and it's actually it's a twentieth level chair. Wow. It's um it's a it's a toilet style um throne. It has a working lid, a big uh, cock monument on the top of it. It's a tribute to chair. Made um that is awesome. Made before Mike passed, but arriving just as as he did actually. And in addition to that, there's a um, a cockroach. There's <laughs> cockroach, a little metal cockroach, and that was actually uh, there's a date on it. It's a one seventeen twelve. So weird. Wow. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Tell us who you are. Say hi. You're amazing. This is this stuff is cool as hell. We were thrilled. We were absolutely thrilled to receive it. Now, are you guys ready for adventure? Woo! Woo! Adventure. That's what I thought. Ow! Woo. Adventure. Well, Yeehaw. let's do it then. Hooray. Hello, little boy and or girl. <laughs> I'm Uncle Galdap. Come, oh, no. sit upon my knee. I'll regale you with a story. Uh, never mind the dirt, it's from my gardening. <laughs> I planted two lips. <laughs> <laughs> I hate cold. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 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 
Oh, you're giggling. You're so so dainty. I, I like your yellow slippers. Um, let me tell you a story about some friends I know. They're from Vietnam. But they're not Chinamen. They are red, bloody Dredonians. Uh, you didn't know this, but there was uh, there were many, many different countries involved in the Vietnam War, and many ghosts that you can't excise. Not even Ronald Reagan can excise these ghosts. So once upon a time, they lost their beloved chair. Your friend's chair was a chair, and he got turned back into a chair. Um, you can, when you tell little kids stories, you can just say anything you want. <laughs> so, you they then then they went in um um a box uh, a space and uh, the wizard took them to hell. It's very scary. Um, and they had to do a lot of paperwork. And uh, long story short, they got their friend back who was trapped inside of a gem. His name's Jennifer, and he's a vile demon. But they like him for some re- reason. And, and then everything went better than it should have. Uh, and they left hell relatively unscathed. And um, now they're back in the box because another friend of theirs got kidnapped. Uh, excuse me. Um, and they have to find her. This story's dumb. <laughs> I will drown you in a bathtub. <laughs> like my brother? I have... Where's my uh, happy uh, chloroform shit? Where did that stupid Anthony girl put my chloroform? (laughs) (laughs) The door to the chamber where you guys rest and sleep and everything opens up. Uh, I have a question. Mm -hmm. We all sleep in the same chamber? Yes. No. It's a very large chamber. Right. No. Okay, so it's nighttime. (laughs) And Jennifer's asleep. No. No. <laughs> and I slither up no. next to him while he's slumbering gently, and I stick my hand down his tunic. No! Crystal, <laughs> Crystal, body's got his crystal out. And just, just, you know, just massage that until I get a reaction. Fast forwarding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, uh, uh, hey, Game Master, I have a question. Please, uh, does, God. <laughs> does, does, the, does the crystal, uh, does it have long distance? Is there roaming charges on the crystal? <laughs> no. What what crystal? The, my viewing crystal. Oh, that, my pack. that crystal. No. The one I don't know about. That's right. God, no, if I got to charge him extra. No. Uh, just, just so we're clear, did I get late or not? No. Damn. <laughs> no. Like I, like I just, once yeah. Jennifer leaves the room, I think Jamala thinks that later. Yes, she does. <laughs> like she's she's so into it that it doesn't occur to her there's no one else there. <laughs> you never give me my time to shine. You're so shy. I just need to just keep encouraging you. <laughs> After everything's been taken away from me, I'm very forceful now. Uh, I'll get what I want, Jennifer. Oh God. And I want you. And so the door opens. <laughs> Christopher is standing in the doorway, light pouring in. He got a big smile on his face. Okay, we've stopped. Where are we? I don't know. Oh, good. We're underground somewhere. So I'm going to stay behind, make sure that the chamber's secure when we pull it out of this reality while you guys do your thing, and I'll be back. But he he's definitely here. Now, right now. Ah, oh, oh, yes. Somewhere. Let's go. We should get going. Take care of lunch. Don't, not, 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 don't prepare lunch. 
My cat! A cat! The cat! The, the cat! cat. The cat's head is already in Jennifer's mouth. No! Oh, that's so cute! He <laughs> grabs the cat and violently wrists him away from the Jennifer. No! Do not eat lunch! You're giving me conflicting signals. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't into eating that last night. <laughs> I've lost my appetite. <laughs> we have to rename Kitty. It's getting confusing. Like dinner? Ah! ah breakfast? Go. No. Brunch. Ah! <laughs> dessert. Like yeah, dessert. Pour a little sugar on that and, yeah, be good. Here, or take, Zilvers. Take care of cat. And hands the cat to Christopher. Okay. Kind of holds it out like, like a person who's scared of holding a baby, like he's afraid <laughs> it's going to do something. Appetizer. Gently puts it down on the floor and kind of takes a couple steps away from it. <laughs> to the outside as he next starts walking. You guys open the doors and you're confronted by a wall of mist, of steam. It just kind of pours into the chamber. Oh. Um, ah. It's very hot. It's very humid. We're in uh, Florida. <laughs> Where? This? The worst place in the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> this smells familiar. Uh, Christopher walks up to you guys with some, like, glowing sticks. They're actually very warm. It might help. I don't, you know, they're not torches, but they're kind of like torches. They may help. They may grab one. Yeah. So, and actually, like, if you put your hands, like, closer to the top area that's actually glowing, it's very warm like a torch. But it's not, it wouldn't catch anything on fire. How short, like, what's the height of the tunnels? Uh, you're just looking at a wall of mist. You're not even inside. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah. they might steps into the steam. As you step into the steam, you see that there's a shape not far in front of you. It's very humanoid. Uh, it's not moving. It doesn't react. It kind of makes a bit of a hiss, but it's not like a menacing sound. It's more like a, almost like a sigh. Hello. It steps forward. What you see is it's not a dragonborn. Faces covered by a veil is wearing all black robes. They cling to the body, and because of the humidity and everything, it kind of even like more clean. Uh, there's <laughs> lots of interesting stitching, knots, and accents. Um, a few like metal discs that reflect the light. Oh God, it's why I I run to her, S Sana. Uh, uh, Sana, what are you doing here? Fifteen years. Fifteen. Fifteen. You know this one. Yes, this is one of the Gleam Seekers. I, we're, we're in Fornix. We're in the steam tunnels, VMAC. We're in the steam tunnels? I, I take Sana's hand. Jam? Yes, it's me. Waited so long to be reseen. Sana, try to think clearly. What's what's going on? There must be a reason that we were brought here. Fence. We must go. Fence? What fence? I the Vince? I thought it was a guy named Vince. <laughs> Yeah, something. Lead, lead, Sana, lead the way. I, I do not let go of her hand. Maybe Vince broke the fence through the vents. <laughs> Have you any evidence? <laughs> <laughs> I must convince. <laughs> I was There's too much suspense. I was completely ignoring them until Sana chimed in. <laughs> but I digress. This isn't making any sense. <laughs> <laughs> just don't, uh, don't, please ignore them, please, Sana, just lead the way. Jamila's behaving with an awful lot of independence. I had to stretch for that one. <laughs> okay, so you guys are, basically the door's closing behind you now, and uh, 
uh, Christopher gives you kind of a bit of a wave. And once the doors close, the they disappear. They're gone. The chamber is gone. You're you're in the steam tunnels. You recognize exactly where you're at. There is a lot more steam in these tunnels than you remember. It's very thick, very, very extremely humid. I mean, you guys are almost soaked Ugh. just from being in here. Sana, what has happened? Every the steam is unusually dense. Claim seekers went to check vents. Oh, vents. Okay, vents. she's saying vents. Who's vents? The vents. These I'm vents. still not convinced. No, it's the vents. Oh, okay. they don't want to repair it for sixpence. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Which claim seekers? Who? Who's? Who's in the vents? <laughs> From whence do they come? The problem is immense. not save me. All right, no more of this ever hence. I swear, some days you vex me. Most days you vex me. If she's talking about the vents and the steam tunnels, there's one of two things she's talking about. The actual, like, where the steam comes out, the, the, the vents in the rocks. But those are just, like, cracks and fissures throughout the rocks. There's no rhyme or reason. But there's supposed to be... It's a mythical place where the actual, like, the steam is trapped by these vents. And that's what keeps everything going. Nobody knows exactly why it is, but that's why the steam tunnels operate the way they do. It's pretty dense. <laughs> Come along, gents. Sana, <laughs> <laughs> why did they go to the vents? They haven't come back yet. But who? Who went? Sent by Phallus. What What did Lord Phallus want with the vents? You should know. <laughs> I should know? I am mistress of the steam tunnels, but there's no... I've been as deep as it goes. I mean, there's... It just turns into cracks and fissures. Wait, Mysteries of Steam Tunnels is actual title? Yes, it's an actual title. I, I earned that title. I thought you were making it up the whole time. Started making it up. <laughs> There's a lot you don't know about me, VMAC. No. There are many ways to the vents. Where did they go? Come, come, come. I just lead the way. And uh, almost immediately as she walks forward, she disappears behind the, the steam. So. No, hurry, hurry. And I'm, I'm illuminating my, my scales. Mm-hmm. Is there a bioluminescence? <laughs> Technically. Okay. I will not play your games. The vents are broken. It's probably because they're that dense. As we must guys- commence. <laughs> All of you are so dense. Damn it. As you guys go through the tunnels, Jamala feels very familiar. I mean, like this, the whole area just looks familiar, but it's also very different. It's... The fissures and the things where the vents were coming or the steam was coming out of have widened whole chunks of rock just blown out of the side of the steam tunnels. It looks like like parts of the wall would ex- just have just exploded. Was there some kind of calamity, Sana? Gone to the sea of sleep. Down, down deep, there deep. <clears throat> she sounds as though she laments. I uh... Why is your steam in the tunnels anyway? That is really stupid, and those are my two cents. <laughs> you think you know a thing or two about volcanoes, Mr. Hellman? We're under the Ironback Mountains, they're volcanic. We go, we go, we go. <sighs> I'm sorry about a little sense she makes. Who's who's behind Sana? I am. 
Or alongside her, as close as I can be. Okay, you trip over <laughs> something and, and hit the ground pretty hard. Thanks for word. Vimek leans down to help her, help her up. You see on the ground a corpse. It's definitely reptilian. It's definitely humanoid, but it doesn't look dragonborn. Ah. Um, and it's scorched, and and part of its armor is torn up. It's got one sword on the ground that's broken, and a smaller, more slender, almost like um, a sh- like an EP or something. It's just a very slender sword lying on the ground next to him that isn't broken. Uh, it isn't isn't broken. Is not broken. Mm, is it is it rapier like? It's a shorter rapier. It's meant basically for being able to fight inside the steam tunnels. It's condensed. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> so, I take it. but yeah, yeah. I mean, you can still use it as a rapier, and it actually will work out very nicely in the steam tunnels. In some of the more larger types of battles you guys t- tend to get into, these big open area fights, it's not going to be as effective because it's only that the blade is much shorter than the rapier you're, you were used to. Ah, all right. What's the stats on these on this baby? Just like the rapier, except less attack. I fidget over the corpse, looking it over. I don't even look at the corpse. I just see the the, the, the condensed rapier, and I just take it. Ah! <laughs> this... Sana, this is not a dragonborn corpse. What is this? You actually, you're afraid. You think you might know what it is, Kamala, oh. because it's legendary. It's you know, you have stories of boogeyman and evil demons and you know monsters and stuff like that. In our world, equivalent of that to these people would be the Yanti. The Yanti. Mm-hmm. Which are a breed of snake-like sorcerers <laughs> that were. Assumed to have been destroyed long, long, long ago. And they were driven underground by humans and, and the sentient surface races until they were just eventually, you know, killed off. Okay. But their magic makes Gloom Seeker magic look like tricks. Oh, no, no, no. Sana, tell me this isn't what it looks like. They're back. They're back. <laughs> What is? What is? Please help. You look distressed. Please, uh... Do you have stories in your tribe of monsters? Well, ah, but mostly from forest. From hunter woods. We were told never to go deep, deep into steam tunnels. As you know with, uh, my problems with flail snail. (laughs) Uh, uh, this... This creature is not a dragonborn. It's it's called Bianti. They are serpentine sorcerers from long, long, long ago. Powerful, deadly creatures. Uh, as we can see from here, they can die. And we have dealt with many that people have said could not die. I'm certainly glad for that. Who killed it? How'd it die? Is there any indication of how it died? Fire. There's a story about the Great Migration. When we came here, I, my, our dragon lord, Phallus the Tunneler, brought us here. But we weren't alone. The auntie were overrunning these tunnels, and there was the, they were at war with the dwarven necropolis of Hofsgard. That does not sound like a good place to visit. My people fought bravely, 
and, and, and they were suppressed, but there's been stories ever since I was a hatchling of uh, the auntie coming in the night and stealing away babies. And so eggs. Dense. They hit him, I hit him, I hit him. <laughs> Sana, where are the other gleam seekers? Where's, where's Kimba and Raja? Where's Amara? Amara? Where is she? I just grab her and lead her there. Okay, you guys are being pulled through the tunnels again. You actually pass by more corpses of these snake-like beings, and you see a good many of them aren't humanoid. They're like like a, a humanoid bodies, like upper bodies, but very snake-like heads, uh, large forearms, and you know hands. But their lower bodies are all snake. And I this, do not like snakes. Yeah, Mac is looking forward to smashing. And their armor and the, like their armor is made out of bone and you don't see a whole lot of metal and you don't see a whole lot of like fabric or clothing you just see like bone and leather everything heavily oiled you know, scattered weapons most of them made out of bone some of them made out of steel and all of them kind of distorted in shape and appearance they, they look like they are precisely made for these close quarters and all of them bearing the same sort of ripped by magic. It looks like just magic was fighting these things off, but for the legends, which deal with a very magical race, you're seeing a very, almost barbaric looking creature. Um, this is very, very, very dangerous, Vimak. If the, the man in black, he, he took us to Cleveland. He took us to Fornix. He's trying to fuck with us. Do you think the man in black beat these things? I think he must have brought them here. Was that what happened, Sana? Was it a man in a black cloak? Let, let us let us find another that, that this Amara that she is leading us to. She may be able to give us straighter answer. Hold Sana's hand more tightly and stroke her hand and her wrist. You guys t- travel further in until you're actually surprised where she takes you. She takes you back to <coughs> your old dwelling place within the steam tunnels. Oh, oh well, <laughs> this uh, this isn't Fornix. Uh, uh, where's Amara, Sana? Home. We she's, go home. She's in my home. We go home where we all go. But we've forgotten. Where this isn't Fornix. What? She is startling I, to I go, starting to disturb me. I, I, I <laughs> open the door to to my. That cave? The whole back wall of that cave is gone. And it's over, you know, what you see is just the, the rocks are crumbled and all on the ground. And beyond that is just a hugely open cavern. And you actually see off in the distance, you know, these like bridges of rock and stuff going over tops of these, these boiling lakes where a lot of the steam is coming from. And on like almost a central island, you see flashes of fire and light coming, and you hear shouts of people in combat. This didn't used to be here. <laughs> um, wow, okay, that's weird. Can we get across the lakes? Is there, there's, there's, you said bridges? There's a very narrow ledge right past the rubble that leads up to an outcrop that goes over one of those natural kind of bridge formations. Is that Amara out there fighting? Is she over there? Yes. Home, 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 home. Vimak, we must hurry. Da, I agree. You guys scrape uh, across that ledging. 
make it to that outcrop and then start going across the bridge. Who's in front? Who's second? It's got to be single file. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming Jamala would be in front unless yes, Sana's Jamala. coming with and then Sana's probably... Well, I still... Jamala. Well, we're on the sledge. Uh, Sana is next to me, but I am leading the way now. Uh, VMAC follows then. And then, okay, so it's going Jamala, Sana, VMAC. I stay behind the big guy. Okay, Jennifer <laughs> and then Barty. Can Jennifer ride on VMAC's shoulders? Uh, no, it's too precarious. Fine. Um, Maybe later. Okay. <laughs> So it's a long trek across this bridge, and what you see as you're crossing over this boiling lake is the stalactites and stalagmites coming out of the water and from the ceiling. In some places, they kind of join together, and at some point, the movement amongst those things uh, catches your eye, and you see these snake-like beings wrapped around moving themselves up and down these rock formations and using them to gain advantages of height and stuff so they could shoot arrows and and magic at the people inside that central kind of island. Are they in range? Could I attack them with my avenging light? They're... Yeah, you could try and hit one. Yeah, I mean, they're... It's going to be a difficult shot because they, they shoot and move. They use the fact that they can wrap themselves around these things to get up and down these things. And then they have some sort of rope or, or vines or something up in the top. You can see them actually grabbing them and using those to get from one group of rocks to the other. This is something that they've, very, they've adapted to very well. And if their attention was drawn to us, um, how bad a situation would it be in? Extremely bad. You have no room to maneuver. Okay. We, need, we need to, we, like, VMAX seeing her trying to start getting jostled and kind of, like, wanting to do something. We should connect with commanders of chief and and not interfere with battles unless unless they let, ask us to. Do we have to go through the battle to get to where we need to go? Not necessarily. We will go silently and we will approach unseen. With big glowing sticks and uh, scales that are glowing. I'll go first. I'll <laughs> shoot things. We will handle this as professionally as possible. I'll shoot many things. I'll, I'll dim my glow. <laughs> Put the sticks away if you can somewhere. Where my heart's it. So you guys cross, uh, make it across this bridge and onto that island, and immediately Jamal is recognized by the other Gleam Seekers. It is the Gleam Seekers that are on, on that island. And they're, they've taken rubble and, and, and also used magic to kind of build a fortification for themselves that they can use to kind of hold their ground here. So they've kind of taken a, a relaxed defense where they just kind of pop up and take advantage of anything that's gotten too close to them. But they're afraid to cross the bridge that you just crossed. But, you know, as you guys are getting closer, the, the Yanti up in the rocks and stuff start to take notice of you. So they have they, they all pop up at the same time shooting and blasting ah! at these things to try and suppress them and get them <clears throat> hiding again. And I, I, I'm taking evasive maneuvers, as I'm sure we all are at this mm-hmm. moment. Fire off offensive blasts from my hands as I back up towards the, the fortress with the other Gleam Seekers. It's more of a fortification than Fortif- a fort, yeah. Yes, well, <laughs> the, uh, the pile of rocks that they huddle under. <laughs> so should I roll for this uh, avenging light here? 
um, you're just kind of doing like what they do with just just kind of blasting out to suppress <coughs> these things. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, you don't have to really roll for it because it's more of like it, to get something that accurate that far out. You would have to stop and concentrate and pay attention versus so it's just more running, lobbing the ball. Yeah. And I get there and I see them and it's been so long. You have no idea. I I don't even really know what to say. I don't know what I can say. Sana, get down! Who did you bring with you? Sisters back. Jamala. Jam, jam, back, jam, yay! Jamala. Hello, Jim. Hi, uh, um, I know this is really awkward, uh, but I'm here to help. Someone tell me what's going on! Where have you been, Jamala Jala Egbert III? Mistress of the steam tunnels. (laughs) That is a long story, my friends. Regardless of where I've been, it it, it matters not. I've brought friends. I've brought help. We're here now. Let us fight back. Hello. We are friends. We are help. Hello. Well, kind of friends. I like the one with the pointed head. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, 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 I shoot off a couple more blasts of suppressing fire. Uh, hey, wait, hold, hold on one second. Which one of them is the hottest? Me. Wait, who's me? Kimba slithers over to the tapling and pulls him down like, Oh, you should get down. There's projectiles. You may be injured. Hi, I'm Kimba. First off, first off, keep your mitts off of him, Kimba. Second off, where are my manners? Um, uh, Barty saunters over to the uh, the beautiful young dragonborn who just said me, because that person has some personality. Hello. Um. Um. Okay. So, uh, uh, real, real quick, and I blast off a couple more lights. Uh, the big one's Vmac. The, Hello. The human's Barty. The tiefling is Jennifer, who is mine. Um, Hello, Barty. And um. I am Vmac. And uh, the uh, that's that's Kimba. Hello. Uh, Raja. Hello. Amara. And uh, these uh, guys, these these are, are the claim seekers. Oh my God! And the Jazzle! Oh, the Jazzle! I've missed you so much. Artek, he's adorable. He's a cute little thing. It's ugly. <laughs> um, uh, but but look, we're 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 here to help. We are. I have gone, but I have come back powerful, and and we will vanquish these foes. Yeah, what's going on while we're uh, having this little love fest, uh, Game Master? Well, Jamal's flurry of just tossing things randomly out its actually caused them to, to slink back further than expected. <laughs> <laughs> so you've actually got kind of a reprieve, because she's over there just, like, tossing things out while she's talking. Oh, <laughs> just kind of flinging okay. things, so it's like... They, well, uh, I, b- I bow in front of Rajan. Ah, Rajan. Yes, well, I am Bartholomew Elfgar Gleeman. My pleasure to meet you, my dear. It's all mine, Bartholomew Gleeman. Delicious. So, so, Kimba, Kimba is stroking Genevieve's horn. So, uh, sexy, uh... 
and as I slide in between the two of them, trying so hard not to hit my friend, Kimba. Um, look, Kimba, this one, um, I know there's been a lot of water under the proverbial bridge and everything, but, uh, this one is mine. Fifteen years you have left us. Fifteen years what? Fifteen years you've been gone. I've been gone five years. Fifteen it's still years, pretty bad, though. You left us 15 years ago. You have been from the tunnels 15 years, and now you just parade in trying to show us all up? I am going to kill that wizard, VMAC. You believe he's... Oh, oh, he say we travel through the time and We are all in the wrong time. Oh, goodness. Oh, the dark man. He He brought us here first. Brought us his dragon lefty through time and space. Oh, this is awful! You all talk very weird. We have a bigger problem at the moment. We do. You haven't noticed? Just tell me what I need to know so I can kill something. Well. I'm slowly stroking uh, my finger down Raja's chest. <laughs> ah, nice and smooth, just like Jamala. Mmm, <laughs> yes, all, all the Jamala, all, all of the uh, dragonborn ladies, I seem to have no no breasts. I, I kind of like it. Uh, how do you enjoy my frill? Mmm, oh, oh, that's a feature that Jamala doesn't have. Hey, Jamala, you see that? Oh, look, he, oh, look, he gets nice and red. Straza strokes his rill and gives uh, Jamala a significant look. Sana saunters and just goes over and tugs Barty. It hides the truth. It what? Other, it hides the truth. Oh, pay no attention to her. Someone tell me what is going on. She She makes no sense. (sighs) A big ball of fire just erupts just over top of Vmax's head. Ah! No. Oh yeah, the fighting! <laughs> I'm assuming bad guys you are in doing something, yes. Vima, could you do like a, a Wrath of Winter and maybe like, you know, just fuck up these snakes? I am liking how you are. To pull this off because of all the stuff, you're gonna have to stand up out of the op- in the open. I am going to need you all to give me cover so I could stand. I am big man, need lots of uh. Zapping. Zapping? <laughs> Not zapping no. me, yes? Not me? No, I'll, I'll zap around you. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. You're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll it. 14. Nice. And effect? Huh. Four. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Son of a jerk. You want to try again? Yeah, I'll try again. I need, I I need everybody time. else that's going to be involved to, to roll their random firing of magic. Ugh. I just want to know how suppressed the enemy is. You've got time to try and get these. You, so VMAX actually casting this spell over and over and over again, just kind of shooting it out there. But he's having trouble getting it to where he needs it to go. VMAX? No. VMAX Kimba. Okay. No, hold up at the same time. Oh, Kimba do good. Uh, Kimba just did a 15. VMAX did an 11, both for casting. Okay. Did both it or... Well, it depends on your effect, really. You, yeah, you shot wide, but if the area effect is big enough, you're definitely going to hit. VMAC got an 11 effect. Okay. And what's the effect that I should put in for Kimba? Two. Two. So Kimba got a seven. Okay. So what is Kimba casting? Curling fireballs or some equivalent. Yeah. So she's basically one in each hand. She just whips an arm back, and the, when she whips it back, it erupts into fire and then she just hurls it over and then as that one's being thrown she, she reaches back for another one and she just kind of 
keeps rotating oh, these two hands back and forth. <laughs> My fire's cursed. <laughs> How do you like that, big boy? That's kind of cool, but no. <laughs> VMAC uh, calls up three different winds, but he's having trouble manipulating the environment here because of the humidity and the heat and the just the dampness in the air just doesn't seem to work. He eventually whips up a kind of a, a, a cyclone of steam and water and hits it towards the stalactites where some of these archers are at and they have trouble holding on to it and they fall. <laughs> Critical failure. Nah, he's good. He's good. Amara, let's see. I'll roll a d12 plus four. That's a ten plus four. That's fourteen. Casting. Oh, you definitely hit. Okay, so roll the effect. And for the effect, it's a d10 plus d4 plus four. Ah, so I rolled a critical on both. Critical uh, success? On both. You gotta reroll oh, both. God. Yeah. You can only, re- by the way, you can only reroll d10 and d4 if you get a 10 and a 4 together. I did. Yeah. So that would be a. Uh, 10, 14, 15, 18, 22. That would be a 22. All right, what was the spell you were casting? I'm casting a, a waterbending spell. Holy monkey. Okay. So one side of the bridge, the, the, the steam, the boiling water, twists into a cyclone, like a, hurt, uh, like a tornado. It just grows out of the actual water itself, bubbling and sloshing around, and it kind of dances for a minute before it just shoots right up and hits everything on the ceiling. So everything within 30 feet of this blast, of course the water is only like about 10 to 15 feet, but all the steam and the force of the water hitting that roof just blows everything off within that radius right back down into the to the steam. V-Mac looks over, damn girl. I reach into myself and I can feel the power inside of me growing as I as I feel the friendship for Jamala coming back to me once again as I as I pull from the magical forces of the water of the uh, what are the heads of Tiamat as I as I blast the water from the, uh, beneath the bridge into into the creatures above me. Is she saying all of this out loud? Yes. No. No. And I look back at, at V-Mac, VMAC and I say, that's right. We don't have an inner monologue. <laughs> you know, it makes a lot more sense now. As you just keep saying that, I'll just keep ignoring it. <laughs> Jamal has been in denial forever. Not so past, present, and future. Well, Amara, I can see your casting has been excelling quite a lot in these years. I'm going to roll now. Are there still people living? I don't know. Yeah, that was only one side. There's still others. And you can actually start to see that they're (coughs) actually trying to cross the bridge at this point. Coming for you. Bridge, you say? Yeah. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Across the bridge? The bridge, your a bridge. bridge. It's made of earth? Yeah. What would happen if it were softened? It would you fall. Would, it would you, fall into the water. Have, and you would not have a way across. Oh, I can harden it again. Just softening it. No. No. <laughs> You're short on, on physical engineers here in the steam tunnels. I'm wondering what would happen if... Never mind. I just... I rolled uh, a 10 for casting for okay. Avenging Light. Okay. Roll the effect. Eight. <laughs> Okay, so uh, where are you shooting this off? At the things in the stalactites or the things crossing the bridge? I got the bridge. What's closer? I got the bridge. Probably the stalactites. stalactites. I got the bridge. Yes, the bridge. Take okay. the bridge. I got the bridge. Da 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to line up your shot when a blast of energy comes at you, Jamala, which just hits the barriers in front of you, and you shoot that bolt right out at that same stalactite where that shot came from. One of the Deontes are slithering down for another shot and drawing his bow when he just kind of happens to come right in front of your your shots. He misses. Again, just like the other the other ones, when you hit them, they, uh, they, they try to grab onto it with their arms and try to strengthen their position, and this one actually holds on. Jennifer? Blast, blast, blast. <laughs> blast, blast, blast. <laughs> so, bridge, singing this bridge while roof blasting. or the stalactite kind of columns? Uh, I gotta go stalactite. Okay. Ooh. And you reach out and try to throw out that ball of fire, and it just kind of Farts out of your hand like a little just spurt of flame. <laughs> oh, Jennifer. The sun was in my eyes. What? <laughs> We're underground. That's just sad. The underground sun was in my eyes. That's you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I just smirk at him. He's impressing no one. I uh, I'm just uh, uh, I'm just watching Raja's uh, beautiful bovis uh, large uh, uh, thing coming out of her neck. It's it's just gorgeous how, how it undulates. Oh, I, that's all because this is obviously a fight for magicians. I, I just I'm just watching her work. Uh, Raja glows slightly and giggles to himself. Herself. Is, are there any Yuan-Ti who appear particularly weak, or or are there any stalactites which appear about ready to fall? The stalactites are very much a part of the actual cavern. They're not falling at all. But uh, Jamal just hit one. It's kind of struggling to keep its balance on where it's uh, at. 
Uh, Raja is, is none too powerful with the combat skills, so he will fight smarter, not harder, and try to, to strike the unbalanced one and knock him over. Okay. D12 is one, and eight is... Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. So, so something seems to be catching, because yeah, another spell just kind of farts out of AN and just kind of goes nowhere. Oh, don't worry about that. Oh, just, just stick around with me. Obviously, they've got it handled. Oh, I'm sure you'll bring me luck momentarily. Mm-hmm. Someone's gonna get lucky. That's right. <laughs> you never get lucky unless you're with a gleeman. <laughs> uh, uh, any, you know, uh, any approaching forces will continue to battle, but someone really needs to explain what's how, how did this happen? We were sent here by Lord Thallus. He said that there was a great weapon here to help us from an advancing evil. I'm advancing an evil. Shush. <laughs> yes. But when we opened up where we were supposed to find the weapon, all that poured out was these yuan tea. Yes. I'm glad that I was able to arrive then, because clearly this has gone completely wrong. The advancing evil is a man in black. Yes, now that you're back, I'm sure everything will go swimmingly. Yes, (laughs) I assume that as well. Understand this. Understand this, please. I've only been gone five years. I'm time-traveling, tracking down this man in black. I had no idea until just now that I was time-traveling, and I don't want to be, but... (laughs) Oh, silly jam. You and your babbling. I have yon tea to deal with. Fine. (laughs) I send it light. Yeah, I'm gonna do my stuff, my fireball, and VMAC. <laughs> Blessing of the Seven Winds, right? Nice. Knocking down the dominoes of Yuan Ti advancing across a very narrow bridge. Alright, roll them. Uh, VMAC first. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> that would be a 13 for casting. Nice hit. And then for damage, would be 7. Okay, so you hit the first one dead on, and he falls back into the other ones. When it hits them, they all start cascading off of this thing, trying to grasp at it. And you actually see the first good opening for a retreat that you guys have seen since you got here. With that whole pile of water that blew up the whole right-hand side, you only have to worry about the fighting on the left, which is actually being suppressed pretty well by everybody else. So keeping up this or taking advantage of this momentum is probably your best hope to get away from where you're at. So we can retreat now. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Still going to take a round of suppression just to get the uh, left side clear enough for you guys to move on. But he chucks a fireball. Go, go forward. Hold him. Uh, Raja cannot hit uh, the, the broad side of a barn, but he can lay down covering fire, I believe. Okay. Uh, 11 fireball and 9 effect. Okay. Should I make the same rolls for covering fire? Yes, please. Uh, uh, 11 for the d12 and 3 for the d8. Okay, you actually hit something. Yes! And so did you. <laughs> Another one falls! I'm rolling all ones here. This is ridiculous. It's I've beautiful. been rolled nothing but ones. And Raja's another one hits the dust. Aha! Okay, so, so who's V-Mac next? So is shuffling towards the uh, the bridge. Okay. I rolled a fourteen. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you roll well, we must curse at you. You hit him. Yes. 
Of course I do. I roll a 14, but I'm no hindered. <laughs> because I'm holding precariously onto rocks. 16. <clears throat> 16? Jeez, never gonna roll past that. Okay, so what was this one? <laughs> it was imaging light. Yeah, this one hits one of the Yanti and it just atomizes it. <laughs> I, I really, really like this new outfit and this new staff. <laughs> Amara is going to attempt to take the water and raise it above the bridge. Ooh, I get what she's doing. <laughs> she's doing a tunnel. Of, like, water over the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bridge over troubled water. Um, or water over a troubled bridge. I rolled I rolled an eleven. Okay, roll the effect. That would be a fourteen. God damn it. Wow. Alright, it's not it doesn't have this huge um, area around you, but you can actually sustain this sort of water shield canopy thing. As you're crossing the bridge, and keep most of the, well, everybody, if they bunch up close together, they can actually use this thing to move out across the the bridge to get away. Very impressive, Amara. Yes, my water magic has come along very well in the past 15 years, Jamala. <laughs> when I get to my time, it'll only be five years. <laughs> Fifteen years, Jamala. But that's just water under the bridge. <laughs> I get it. I see what you did there. And I kind of it's smile. I kind of smile and, and and kind of just wink my eye at the the large, muscly Goliath to my left. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't hold this. Forever, you know. Let's go. The egg is still shuffling across the bridge. Sana's carrying the dazzle. You guys make it to the ledge. Now you guys can scurry across it, the smaller ledge into uh, Jamala's old hovel. The hovel. What's left of it? All my yeah. stuff is gone. <laughs> but so. if I get back to my time, it'll be fine. What's happened to Fornix? Is Fornix all right? Fornix is very different from when you last saw it, Jamala. Fifteen years of living will do that to a city. <laughs> All right, but let's just um, um. Is it better if I say a decade and a half? Is that better for you? Miss your perspective the same one out. Look, I'm sorry. I'm very, 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 very eternally sorry. If you want to know why I left, it's because I couldn't get over how sorry I was. Um, should we do something about the Yanti before we have this? Yes, fine, and I turn... No, no, don't time for your nonsense, we're having a moment. And I avenging light the doorway to the, to my former cave, so that it collapses in. Three plus eight. Eleven. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Well, you're having trouble with the five fifteen, so... Eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's no problem. She kind of, like... Moves her hand across this thing, like, you know, you see, like, in the back cartoons, just the light laser beams. <laughs> and then her eyes just fall down on top of the door. <laughs> 11 plus 3, 14 plus 3, 17. Oh, so it's even stronger than I thought. <laughs> so she doesn't, she hardly looks backwards. She draws a line across this thing and turns right back around and says, Let's go. Okay. The door is closed. Yeah, it is. 
You okay? Jamala, I see these 15 years have done well for your magic as well. Well, it's only been five, so by the time that I'm actually here in this time, yes, it will be very, very, very powerful. <laughs> and, Wait. Um, Amara, Amara, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know, I know that 15 years have passed, but I find it hard to believe that you'd have any idea what I've been through in just this short amount of time. Wait, wait, wait. We've been hanging out for five years. No, 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 no. I know that you probably lost time when you were in the gym, but uh, it's complicated. Jennifer, Can I get back into the gym? Because that was a lot better than... It's quite hanging. complicated. Oh, hanging. Jennifer, I, I Jennifer, Jennifer, do you want to ride on my shoulders? Yeah. <sighs> I I left them five years ago. That's that's it. Yeah, I don't care anymore. I'm up I'm up on the shoulders. Everything's so different up here. <laughs> well, it's gonna the ceiling's gonna get you. Enjoy this big cavern while you can, buddy. Uh, all right, let's go. Can we go to Fornix? Is that where we need to head? What can we do to put it? Are there more of the the? Will you just shut up and follow us? We go back to home again. So you're heading through the steam tunnels, following the gleam seekers, or as best you can, considering all the steam that's still full inside of the tunnels themselves. You're not really clear on which direction they're going at this point. They seem to be taking guys to a different way. This feels wrong. Where are we going? I wouldn't expect you to know where we're going. Of course, it's Fornix. It may seem unfamiliar since you haven't been here for so long. We have to see if the Yanti threat has made its way to Fornix. Well, we must make haste. I'm following directly behind Raja. I am twitching a little for him. Yes, <laughs> I like it. I like the twitch. The twitch the more, is good. The, the twitch is swell. <laughs> After about 20, 30 minutes of constantly taking winding corridors and broken pathways and even narrow passages that should not have been caverns at all, Jamal is thoroughly confused about where you guys are going. You start to hear water and lapping as though you're coming to some sort of a, a, a lake or an underground water source and your feet just suddenly splash down into it. And it's surprisingly cool, uh, even though the cavern itself is steaming hot uh, from all the mist and steam that's going on there. After you cross what must be like a small stream inside the caverns, you turn another corner, the glow sticks that you guys have are barely lighting the way and <laughs> what the hell is that? My glow stick just makes a noise every now and then. It's uh, <laughs> it's Jennifer having a little uh, strange rave on my shoulders. <laughs> Don't drop that base. <laughs> oh no, the base it was dropped in the water. Someone pick it up. <laughs> You guys come suddenly to a, a, a big open cavern. Along the sides and the far sides of it, there's some kind of mold or slime, and it's glowing a bit, giving off a bit of light, so it's much easier to see. Heading just straight ahead, the cavern's got kind of a ramp of rock that you can walk up to, and you actually start, you can see from here that something has happened over there. There's corpses on the ground. You can't see it there. Dragonborn or their Yankee or what, you just see them from this distance. Brace for trouble, I scamper forward. So, after Jamalo says she scampers forward, she scampers forward. <laughs> yes! And what do I see? Yo, rush over to see what has happened. It looks like about half a dozen 
of the Yantin were fought here on this stairwell. They weren't dumped. They were actually fought here on the stairwell. There's actually, or this ramp, there's actually some of the bodies down inside the rocks around there, hidden, not hidden, but they're hidden from view, but where they have fallen, they got stuck in the crevices, and they just, they're just mutilated, just completely slaughtered. Once, <clears throat> as we approach water, <laughs> dry ground, VMAC picks up Jennifer and puts him on the ramp off his shoulders. Oh man. So I can investigate the uh, what happened to Bobby's. Looks like they were they were cut down. Uh, weapons, magic, uh, whatever happened here, they were somebody waited till these things started to climb up this ramp and then they just unleashed hell on these guys. Kimba, is there uh, an active is, is was there a guard stationed here? These auntie have been cut down uh, most viciously. Perhaps Fornix is not in as much danger as we thought. There was a guard here, but none powerful enough to hammer back the forces as much as is shown. More importantly, the Yuan-Ti are finding their way to the secondary gate. We must hurry to inform the city. Well, let us let us make no further pause. Da, da, in we go. You hurry up the ramp and go through the tunnel, and you see more bodies on the ground. Even though you've, you've passed probably getting close to a dozen bodies right now, it's a small size for an attack force. It's assaulting a city. Hey, this is not a lot of bodies on ground. It is not seeming like a full amount of Yanti we were told about. This is the it back seems door. like a, sc- a scouting party. This is not the, the front door to Fornix. This is not how you go to Fornix. Who's got the highest spot? Uh, detection of D12 plus 3. Not gonna be too hard. I rolled a 1. One plus three, four. Seven total. You see, um, it looks like a banner on the ground. Uh, anybody making a secret raid to the back door of Fornix is not going to carry a banner with them. VMAC walks over to the banner and picks it up. He's like, well, why would the scouting party proudly announce they are coming with banner? A diplomatic party. Jamala, one of the corpses right next to you starts to turn. Like, move. I point my right at it. Uh, is it a Yanti? It's a Yanti corpse, yes. Okay. I blast it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, roll it. I was <laughs> so hoping you would blast it. Of course. I played right into your hand. <laughs> yes, you did. Thank you very much. Oh, God, it's my, my pleasure. Jamala didn't blast it. I have a pretty good money on who else would have. Yeah, I was kind of... Mr. Eldritch Blast. I knew somebody was going to be blasting his body. It's already dead, who cares? (laughs) You can kill it again. Three? It's not the same. (laughs) Five? Seventeen. Roll effect. Not so effective, uh, it's four. So you shoot this shearing beam of light, and it hits the corpse... And drills a hole right through it, and then you hear a gasp and a cry of pain, and you see a tail just kind of jerk out from underneath it, and it's distinctly not Yanti tail. Oh, <laughs> fuck! I, I rolled the body off of off of whatever was underneath there. Uh, Kimba runs over, pushes Jamal out of the side to see what uh, what happened. It's a young, it's one of the, everybody sees, you guys know who these people are. What you see is a young dragonborn 
dressed in these bright, gaudy colors, stained with blood, and there's wounds all over them. The the particular wound from Jamala's blast is just in his shoulder. It's nothing that would have been lethal, but it would have been painful. It's decked out kind of like a Gleam Seeker, but if the Gleam Seeker had just kind of fallen into a bucket of baubles with glue on, and so it's oh, all... Like Jamala. It's, <laughs> it's all just randomly stuck on and gaudy looking, almost tacky. It's not... It's like somebody was trying to look like a successful Gleam Seeker, but overdid it. Who are you? That is one of my students. Raja, come quickly with your healing magics. It's too late. I'm terribly sorry I shot you. I, I go to the side of this ridiculously costumed dragonborn. <laughs> with no sense of style or taste. But despite all the offenses that it's created uh, my, uh, in my eyes, uh, you know, I, 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 try to, I, I feel sorry and I try to help it. Him, her, him, her, him, in. He coughs uh, some blood. You can see that he's fading. He was probably dead before you even got there. He was just holding on to his last few breaths. Feedback, get over here! Hey! And he grabs Jamala by her necklace, really, just draws her down and gets real close and just <sighs> coughs out. You can barely understand what he's saying. Save them. The rest. Oh, oh. Kimba, I'm sorry. He's gone. What did he say? He's, he said we need to save them. He said we need to save the rest. Kimba savagely grabs Jamala, lifts her up, says, Then we shall do that. Uh, I grab her wrist and force myself down. Yes, we shall. No more accidents. Kimba Charge th- onward. And Kimba charges on as well. Come on, Bedazzle. <laughs> Everybody's in a hurry except for Sana. <laughs> uh, you come to a door. It's kind of cobbled together with bits of stone and and lichen, and it's been thrust the wrong way. Uh, you would expect the army to have like charged through and broken the door inwards, but it looks like the door kind of collapsed on itself. And then through the opening, you see just a couple more of the dragonborn bodies. And you see a few more of the young Gleam Seekers. They're obviously wounded, uh, hurt. They're huddling back against another doorway on the other side of the chamber. This chamber is hewn stone. It's nearly polished. It's filled with carvings. And the car- carvings kind of swirl around gems and other stones that shine nice and brightly against the light that you guys are carrying with you. How many are conscious? can't really tell from this. I mean, they're just kind of looking like they're barely holding on to consciousness. They're they're holding, like, a, their arms against their chest or, like, a hand across the neck. Uh, blood is caked on, on them. The two that may be conscious, their eyes don't even look in your direction. It's not even that they're aware that you guys walked into the room. The Jazzle, scout the area. Everyone else over here. The Jazzle gonna kill you. The Jazzle gonna kill you. I, I, I creep quickly over to the uh, the wolves who are suffering and wounded. VMAC, we need to heal these people. Rosa also tries to put them back together. They're already asleep. Not all of them, Sana. And don't pretend to tell me that you know who live and who die. Well, I mean, that's sad. 
<laughs> All right, no one else dies. Damn. He's gonna crush those feelings you have for him right quick. Did you think that just actually happened? I guess. I guess we have to roll for that, huh? <laughs> yeah, that happened. That one happened too. Yeah, I'm sorry, that happened. What? <laughs> what in the seven hells? Genevieve! <laughs> I lash out at him. Asleep. Oh, B-Mac jumps, jumps between the two and holds them back. Are you insane? Can't stop the rest of us. Roger is moving on Jennifer as well. Please, she's not helping. Jennifer! How I was helping. you? You monster. They, they, Jamala, I saw them. They were in lots of pain. Believe it or not, Jennifer did give them a... He didn't even bat an eye. He didn't even look. What's wrong with you, Jennifer? I had a glance. <laughs> Femak, I fear that he is not himself. Uh, I fear that there's uh, smart work here. Jamal, I fear that is Jennifer. Bye-bye, <laughs> 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 love goggles. <laughs> the tent of rose finally diminishes. I, I, I... A massive expanse of, of energy pulses out of my fist and I fire it in the air just above my head. Okay, roll on a tight test. <laughs> <laughs> Takes out Raja. See you guys later. 17. Everybody immediately has to shield their eyes. The light explodes above her and hits every crystal, rock, and reflective surface in the chamber. A huge glowing bomb of light. And I huff off, looking at the bodies, trying to see if there's any sign of life left, and very carefully scouting around. Has Vajazzle seen anything? No. And I, I imagine Kima uh, would probably be pretty proud of the fact that they held off this entire force, being inexperienced little wannabes that they were. Sleep well. A different one's here. A different one. A different one. You see her crouched over top of a body that is wearing robes and dressed much different than the rest of the Yanti. You probably would have mistaken it for one of the dragonborn because it's so slender and humanoid. But it's definitely got those same snake-like features. It's a different breed of, of Yanti. And it's lying almost dead center uh, between... The corpses that were of the uh, dragonborn that were up against the doorway. This uh, one is different, Sana. It looks like we have a Yanti mage over here. Let me see. Vmac goes over. Is it still? Is it dead or? Yeah, it was pierced by six or seven spears. Okay. Let us try this. Boom! That would be a fourteen. You know, this takes the burden off of me. VMAC kind of stiffens for a minute. His eyes gray out, and you've never seen his face do this. It just kind of changes shape. I put my hand on his shoulder. VMAC, what do you see? He stands up just kind of jerkily, almost like he's just not comfortable in his own skin. And he just stands there for a second, looking around the room, looking down at himself, Looking around the room again, looking at each of you guys. He's possessed. Everyone, get back! 
fulfilled. What contract? By between the people, the people, and the Kimba, Amara, do you know anything about this? I do not. I know of no contract. The people spoke to Phyllis. The people? Who are the people? We are the people. You call us Yanti. The Yanti made a contract with Phallus, the Tunneler? Our freedom would be guaranteed and we would spare the city. Spare the city? Spare Fornix? Phallus made a contract to bring the Yanti back? This doesn't make sense. Fornix is safe. That all that's all that matters. Is Fornix safe? This city shall not be touched. Those who see scattered were but a diplomatic people to tell you this message. Who freed you? Who sent you? Who organized this contract? We were approached by agents of Phallus, the Thunder. I look at Kimba and Amara and Raja. Is that you? You didn't see these people, right? You didn't? I've never seen them. Never seen them in my life. We were The only thing that we know is that we were sent by Lord Phallus to close the vents. And then we ran into the Yanti. That is the end of message. Vimak collapses down to his knees. His eyes regain their color. His face looks shocked. Vimak, <gasps> I, I scamper to his side. We need to go. We need to go now. Where do we need to go? We need to go up. They are leaving. They are leaving tunnels. They are going to land. Do you know what is above? This is Ironback Mountain. No, no. The Kivaki. And they need me. They need us. We need to go. I see them. I see the least of people. I see the ages of of the torment and the hatred to Dragonborn and something, something changed that just allowing them to escape, they forgave and they do not care. What What changed? What What happened? What are you saying? I, I do not. The, the person, the, the thing, the thing in my head did not know everything. All the thing knew was that it was free. Well, what, what did it feel like? What, how, 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 what changed? What made, what made things change? Yeah, they got the message. Vimek just turns his eyes to Kimba. They got the message from Phallus. Why are you looking at me, Goliath? Yes, why is he looking at you, Kimba? The way these, the people, that, uh, the Yanti, the way they think, the way they work is they have... The, the people, the fighters, they are nothing. They are mindless drones. All controlled by master wizards that control everything. This whole party controlled by this one wizard that was in head. Not many, just one. But but they, they hold, they control, yes, yes, they control crowds. So if we, ah, but she, this one knew, this one knew who gave message and it was Kimba. Kimba. Kimba, what have you done? 
What message did you give the Shanti, Kimba? I was protecting Fornix. That's what I was doing on Ballas's orders. And you did not warn us of this situation before we went out into the tunnels? We uh, walked straight into a trap because of you, Kimba. Not because of me, because of Phallus. He wanted us to oversee that they would not go to Fornix. I was informed by Phallus that by dealing with the Yanti, we would be able to stop a darker evil that was coming. The man in black. It must be the man in black. No. You are the darker evil, Jamala. You and your friends. Look, I don't know what that guy's problem is, and I point to Jennifer. But we are not the evil. You have no idea the demon we are chasing here. Uh, I, I might have some idea. <laughs> <laughs> not him. A, a, a demigod or a god or some dark evil presence. He's worse than anything you've ever known. I wonder what kind of eldritch blast he does. <laughs> now is not a time for your daddy issues. <laughs> What was the message that you sent to the Yanti, Kimba? I was sent by Phallus, and he said that if we were to release them and let them pass, Fornix would be spared. That's at what cost, Kimba? At what cost? Do you know how a force like that will lay waste to the surface world? What does it matter to us? We know of only one world, the Steam Tunnels. What else yeah. matters? We may be isolated, but we are part of a greater circle of things. What happens above will affect below. It may take a very long time, but this is a grave and evil thing, Kimba. We must stop it. If it takes long enough, then it's someone else's problem. Not to interrupt or anything, but my hometown is kind of being under attack. Uh, can we go... Silence, Goliath. We are dealing with dragonborn issues. Vmax, like his his hand starts to swirl, and you see some like winter strike forming. He's like, "Do not tell me to be silent when my home is threatened and yours is safe." All of this bickering slows the safety of both of our homes. He wanted us all to sleep. Who did? Phallus wanted us all to sleep, but we didn't. So he sent others in our place. Sleep? A sea of sleep? Those here swim in the sea. I take her by the shoulders. Sana, uh, are you saying that Phallus sent the gleam seekers to die? Don't you know? No sleep for us. Are you sure, Sana? This isn't just some crazy talk. Emma, as what I am interpreting the truth. They sleep in our bed. These gleam dreamers have died because y- you were going to die. There was another contract. Kimba, by the way, once everyone was paying attention to Sana, slipped away into the shadows. Mm-hmm. Where has Kimba gone? Oh, I don't believe it. That traitor. Where is the traitor? I honestly, I need to go. If someone just points Vimek to way of Kavaki, Vimek will be gone and saving family. That way. Vimek, you know I stand by your side. I will not let your family be harmed by this force. I, uh, but you must understand, uh, being here, all these things. Jamala, I would be here with you too, but I have just heard that your family, your friends, your your home is safe. 
It is safe for now. I cannot say safe for Kabaki. I must go. I know the path, and I am going. Vimak, you will get lost. You will, you will be lost in the labyrinth of the steam tunnels. Who can show him a way out? I would not leave my home to save a city of, of above welders. And that is another reason why I would rather be in fresh air than here. S- start moving. I, uh, I, I, uh. What is more important to you, Jamela, your friends or your home? Jamala, you would go with this Goliath after you've been missing for 15 years and not go with us to Fornix to find out what is happening with Lord Phallus the Tunneler? Amara, this is my home, but it's not my time. I don't know. I just don't know. It does not matter what time it is, Jamala. This will always be your home. It does not matter what is happening above world. This is where you belong, not with this Goliath. She'll be back. Thank you, son. Look, I I cannot expect you to understand what I've seen and what I've done. But this gigantic man is my family now. So I'm going with him, and I will come back to you. For the moment, the Yanti are not a threat to Fornix. It seems like you have graver threats. And I do not know what has transpired with Kimba all these years. And I cannot hope to understand everything that's happened in this... In this uh, ten years that we've been apart, but I will come back to you, be it in this time or before. I will come back, I swear it! That's what you said last time, Jamala. Don't have time for this come VMAC party, Jennifer. VMAC storms off. The mistress of the steam tunnels leads the way. And I'm on somebody's shoulders. Uh, Barty has been kind of just watching the whole, uh, you know, this whole scene take place, and, uh, he's kind of standing next to and slash behind Raja, and he, uh, he turns, he turns to Raja, so, uh, you're gonna go down with your, your friends in, into Fornix, I assume, huh? I am afraid so. This is my home. But I shall miss you, pretty little fleshy man. Well, I, I guess this is, this is where we will part, my love. And I take I take her hand and I and I and I lightly lightly kiss it. Would you do one thing before you go? Of course, anything for you. Just just a small kiss on my reel. Ah, uh, well, g- go ahead, make it make it happen. <laughs> I, I flare my reel out, nice and big. Mmm, that's the biggest I've ever seen it. Barty, Barty. <laughs> Yes, yes, Jamala. Don't you ruin my last chance for fun. I, I, okay. I didn't know Raja was gay. <laughs> oh, so I, I lean, I, I, I couldn't quite hear what Jamala said, but I, so I wave, I wave her away, and I, and I, and I kiss her lightly on the rill. Ah, I shall have it to remember you forever. Yes, my dear. I will dream of you. And I you, Barty. I, I slowly turn to walk away. I grab you by the shoulder and spin you and give you a big wet one. There, now you can remember me by that. Oh, that I will write an epic story about our love. I turn and I and I saunter after Jamala and Vimak. Raja walks up to the group of gleam seekers looking very pleased with himself. Yes, are you very pleased with yourself, Raja? I rather am. And what of it? The city is safe. I can't have any fun ever. While you are playing with the human, we have other things to deal with. You are correct. We must find Kimba and get to the bottom of this. Uh, hey there, Barty. Yeah? 
I'm feeling pretty good. How are you, Jennifer? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm doing right. You look like you're uh, on top of the world, really. Oh yeah, Cl- cloud nine. Yeah. Love of a of a good man got you. <laughs> a good a good woman got got me going. Mm, what did no. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going with no on that one. Yeah. What? Yeah, that, that was a dude. A what? A lizard dude. What? You gay. What? <laughs> Kimba, I didn't expect you. The message was delivered, Lord Phallus. You and and the other gleam seekers were able to do as I asked. To the letter. Fantastic. Well, come closer, my dear. I like where I am right here, Lord oh. Phallus. Oh, well, your your Lord Phallus wants to give you a reward for a, a job well done. A job well done. But of course, Phonix is now fortified. We no longer need fear the auntie, for they will never again pose a threat to us. You have done so very well. At the cost of how many gleam seekers? Ah! Costs. What is the price of a of a few lives when so many have been spared? It was for the good of us all. Who will answer to those lost lives? Not you. It will be I who will be cast forth and hated and despised. Don't be so drastic, child. You are always my faithful servant. You will protect me? But of course. Kimba starts to walk out from the shadows. Lord Phallus nuzzles the moist tip of his large snout against her cheek, breathing his heady breath, and says, Yes, don't worry. And his little tyrannosaur-like hand is on her shoulder. You have done so very well. And the first in a series of gnawing and gulps, Kimba's voice is stifled as Phallus proceeds to choke her down. Well, that was unsavory. Phallus, that was nearly the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so she failed. No, not in the least. I sent a platoon of her students to die in their place. But Jamela and her friends survived? I couldn't say. <sighs> well, if that one little brat survived... I'm pretty sure that whole party who could conceivably end the world survived too. I didn't promise you a head on a platter. Your assurances were 
rather vague. If she finds herself in the path of the Yanti, then she's as good as dead. A thousand times over. Is there anybody alive who can tell me what happened in those tunnels? Can you tell me what happened in those tunnels? If she talked to them, why didn't they come back with her? Just a moment. And Kimba's head appears in Phallus's craw. The man in black kind of reaches out towards that head for a moment and he goes to touch it and then pulls his hand back takes a deep breath closes his eyes <laughs> kind of looks with a disgusted face as he puts his hand back on that head oh that's nice now without a way it's disgusting <laughs> I got what I needed so we'll be leaving now come along lefty but it's so pretty here Yes, well, there's another part of the garden that you should see. It's just a bit chilly there, so we'll have to give you something warm. I don't understand your name, old-timer, but I like it. Say goodbye, Lefty. Goodbye? Poker face. Uh, my my poker face. My 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 poker face has gone missing. I I know it's in this drawer somewhere. All uh, all these slacks. I don't even wear these slacks anymore. Oh, what's this? A handgun and a sock. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll show them uh, who's laughing now. Dungeons and Doritos is a ready show production and is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Just <clears throat> bought the show. Head to the Nerdy Store for D&D merch, or donate directly to us for exclusive items, rare duels. From more Dungeons & Doritos episodes, character sheets, fan art, and other groovy things on the internet, visit nerdyshow.com. Saga's RPG is the official role-playing system <coughs> of Dungeons & Doritos. Uh, to learn more about Sagas or to pick up a copy, visit sagasrpg.com. Dungeons & Doritos is in no way affiliated or endorsed by Doritos, Frito-Lay, or Wizards of the Coast. <coughs> this podcast has been a work of parody and <laughs> any references to outside content are for the purpose of satire. <coughs> Characters appearing are fictitious as far as you know, and any resemblance to real persons living or dead is purely coincidental, I assure you. Where'd that stupid Anthony girl put my chloroform? (laughs) Strictly 2011 Orlando reference. Why do we... Why do we even do a show? People listen! People listen! Surprising what we would have done on a show if we had (laughs) done. And then recapping it at the end. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.